You can listen to The Professional Left wherever you get your podcast, on Netroots Radio, or at our website, proleftpod.com, where you can also contribute to this podcast. There's a PayPal button at our website, or you can mail us a letter and or contribution at P.O. Box 9133, Springfield, Illinois, 62791. This is the podcast for September 11th, 2020. It's not safe for work. Coming to you live from the Cornfield Resistance, where all the local pro-Trump, anti-mask Republicans suddenly only want to talk about Mike Madigan. It's the professional left with Drift Glass and Blue Gal. Who's Mike Madigan? Yeah, well, that's the question. <laughs> Mike Madigan is the uh, Speaker of the Illinois uh, Assembly, the House. He's been in office since 1893. He's been in office as long as anyone in Illinois has been alive. That right. is true. He's yes. ancient. He's ancient. He's terribly corrupt. He's a Democrat. Uh, and he is impossible to dislodge. Um, right. He also is, uh, since there's Democratic supermajorities in both uh, the House and the Senate, and as a Democratic governor, um, it was like when the only thing standing between governor hedge fund um, and disaster was and, the house and busting public unions. Yeah, it was right, the house. Right, it was a a grimly necessary evil. But yeah, the time for Mike Madigan to leave office was sometime in the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He is Can't just leave. yeah, and and yeah. we now know, and everyone, every Republican ad is now featuring you know whoever you're running against, you're running against Mike Madigan. Well, and Mike Madigan has, let's face it, in the past year there have been investigations and bad news for Mike right. Madigan. So we don't need to get into all that local news well, stuff except to say that uh, he's he's there's evidence. You know, yeah, there is evidence that evidence. he's corrupt. You know, and, that's and, true. And our local uh, incredibly right-leaning paper, the state capital newspaper, uh, on, these, on these last few days when basically God himself or herself has rained fire and brimstone down on the Trump White House – Mm-hmm. The two headlines were about Mike Madigan under investigation right. and Mike right. Madigan further under investigation. So, <laughs> you know, because we don't want to talk about Trump. So we'll talk about yeah. Mike Madigan or we'll talk about Barack Obama failing to present prevent Benghazi. Right. This. Oh, well, wait a minute. Today's 9-11. That was yeah. Bush reading my pet shush, goat, right? Shush, 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 <laughs> shush. I wrote a whole thing. It was 470 pages long about not remembering the past. So Don't remember the before time, yeah, right? don't remember no, the before time. No, it's a very time. good post. Everyone should go read that. It's a nice little short story. It's not a blog post. It's a, I wrote a definite uh, work of art, I shall did, we I say. I did what I do uh, best, Blue Gal. I'm writing posts for you out there because this is all fascinating. I'm sure the behind-the-scenes stories of how you type things in a, on a piece of paper. Um <laughs> Writing posts is like are like wind sprints, and they're they're short and they're they're you do them and you're they're up and you do them and they're up and it's like you're exercising one muscle all the time because let's mm-hmm. face it it's all fucking Republicans all the time now it's all and everything is a refraction or a reaction to the horror show the Republican Party has become so stretching my legs and writing something that's eight pages long and is really a work of fiction that has no marketplace outside of my blog. There is nobody in the world who's going to publish this other than me was mm-hmm. refreshing. It felt good. It felt like stretching. Oh, yeah, that's what my arm muscles. That's what my back muscles feel like. We have speculated in our notes that there will be a future for America and it will be better than the present. Mm-hmm. And that in 2035 or thereabouts, about 15 years from now, the most popular parlor game in America will be called did Trump and the Republicans actually believe the deranged shit coming out of their mouths or not? Yeah. Um, and that's the question that uh, Steve Bennon at Matto blog was asking this morning. Yeah. Not not expecting an answer, but the, the story this morning, the latest one, was mm-hmm. that Donald Trump has just invented auto plants that he gave to right. Michigan. Right. He I saved. gave you all these auto plants, so you've got to vote for me. I saved. I've invented 500. I built the Eiffel yeah. Tower and with he steel. Said, and he said 200, and people were like, if you're going to lie that big, why don't you make it 2 million? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, <laughs> well, and it's another, and it's another example of either his brain is so corroded from syphilis mm-hmm. and drugs and mm-hmm. being a gigantic 
narcissistic sociopath for 70 plus years. And, and a Fox News junkie. And a Fox you know, News we, junkie. We learned he watched Fox's news eight hours a day. Eight hours a day. So. That's what he golfs and he watches Fox News. He is literally your crazy Uncle Liberty. Mm-hmm. He sits on his ass watching Fox News screaming about Negroes and then goes out and plays golf. Which is That's why it. there's That's this 38% it. chunk of voters that identify with him no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Soledad O'Brien, I think, who we love. Who we love. Yes. Said something on the Twitter because th- that's how we talk among each other now. It's like CB radio <laughs> but without the politeness or code. Um, and But she, she just said something to the effect of it's exhausting to realize that your Republican friends and neighbors really are this shitty. Really mm-hmm. – just really don't give a shit. Are this alien to you? Are this, are this fucked in the head? And they don't care. And they're, and they're just – God damn, really? Really? A third of this country is that screwed up? And yeah. And the question I still have is, again, praying that 2035 will come and things will be somewhat better. I don't see any way to make a community with these people uh, as a part of it anymore. You know, it's like walking around. Unless they are so convinced that the political process, if we can change the political process, to the point where they realize that the only thing that will happen to them in the political process is they'll lose. Yeah. And they'll and get so better health care. They, they de- and they'll get better health care. And so they then devote their time to sports. Yep. To, which, you know, is a great place to go. Sure. You can root for your team. You can yeah. have an identity mm-hmm. with the Dallas Cowboys or your baseball team or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your your favorite NASCAR, whatever it is, you can have that and have all of that identity and hate any hate another team mm-hmm. and not be destroying the nation over it. So. And really, that's what I think should happen is we've got to beat them <laughs> and then we've got to set up. We got to restructure our politics so that the racism doesn't have an automatic 10 mile advantage. And um, and that's awfully... going to be hard to do. I, w- I just want to talk for a minute. It's sure. not in our notes, but I want to talk for a minute about Steve Schmidt, because this week mm-hmm. uh, there was a video of uh, that went somewhat viral because Fox Newsikens and Donald Trump kept pointing out that how horrible these Black Lives Matter protesters are. And it was a group of Black Lives Matter protesters who uh, surrounded outdoor diners at a restaurant in Pittsburgh and harass them and so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. And Steve Schmidt brought up that, you know, Martin Luther King and John Lewis really brought people together. Sure. And got America to realize that we're all on the right side of history, that, that they were on the right side of history. Yeah. And I couldn't believe that Gene Robinson sort of sat there and, and let him say that, uh, although he did correct it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. With politeness and with, you know, calmness that uh, there was an awful lot of pushback on Martin Luther King over his ideas. Uh, he did not go, look, Steve, you know, six months after Martin Luther King was shot in the head, George Wallace won five states, you asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how I would have put it. Mm-hmm. But, and you know, I'm not allowed on television. <laughs> in 2016, Donald Trump ran Wallace's campaign. And he's right. running it again you and know, he's running it double, right, yeah. right? Yeah, right. And he's he's a contender mm-hmm. to win re-election. Uh, and <laughs> the other thing that frustrated me incredibly about that was Brian Williams, after uh, Eugene Robinson said, "You know, there are other dimensions to that video." Yes, of being taunted by the restaurant diners mm-hmm. and be having racist statements said and. So forth that, you know, it's not just these Black Lives Matter protesters totally unprompted went up and and did bad things. Right. Right. And Ryan Williams said, yes, but, you know, the viral video that people don't get to see that. They just see the viral video part of if only Brian Williams had a show where he could explain to people Mm -hmm. what actually happened in a particular event and that what they're seeing isn't necessarily so. Yeah. You know, Brian Williams doesn't have that kind of show, does he? No. He has um, a different show where 
he literally shows just that portion on his TV show and says, you know, it'd be a real shame if this went viral because people showed it on TV without context. And it's a giant gift wrapped gift to Donald Trump. You know, we don't want to have that. But maybe Black Lives Matter should dial it back a little bit. Yeah, you know, because because otherwise my taxes are going to go I'm up. Scared. I'm scared. <laughs> and again, we have to realize that that none of these people are talking to us because we no, don't I, matter to yeah. any of them. Well, um, because we can we can dissect what they're saying right. in a historical context and, as and well. What, they hate and, that. <laughs> and what president? I only lied about the pandemic to spare the nation from panic. To, to give to right to avoid a panic, avoid a panic, a panic in the stock market. Yeah, eighteen got it. hours ago, your president and mine announced on Twitter not that my president, not my president at all, um, announced that um, if Sleepy Joe wins. Um, of course, you get the usual. It's all it's scattered with all caps and so forth. A four mm-hmm. trillion dollar tax hike, ban American energy, and then comes the good stuff. Confiscate your guns, <laughs> shut down the economy, shut down auto production, delay the vaccine, destroy the suburbs, erase your borders, and indoctrinate your children with poisonous anti-American lies. Give your ten year olds abortions. Don't forget that. Oh, that's yes. that's Mike Pence's yeah. job to run around the country screaming about <laughs> Yeah, the ten year old abortions. Yeah, yes, drive through abortions. This is the <laughs> shit that you used to have to dial what was called the white power hotline. Right. To listen to coming out of the mouth of the Republican president. And Republicans love it. So let's connect the very simple dots that nobody seems to want to connect except liberals. Republicans cannot be allowed to participate in the act of governing this country anymore That's on it. any they, level at all. It's really important that we drive that home. If if you can have a statement in your head for the next 12 years, let's say, mm-hmm. and then we'll see where we're at. Yeah. But for the next 12 years, when when politics comes up, The refrain has to be, yes, but Republicans cannot be trusted to govern this country. Mm -hmm. Period. Is it because 9-11 changed everything, Blue Cow? No, it's because because they allowed a sadistic, insane liar to disassemble the government that belongs to the people. Yes. Yes, and, and they Luke, let and Luke that happen on purpose. Luke yep. replaced on behalf of his place. criminal yep. cronies and his and his right. horrible inbred children, mm-hmm. and that's and that and every Republican you know is fine with that. Is perfectly fine. Is barely aware that it exists. It's happening at all, but mm-hmm. but the the transmission that does penetrate their thick dumb skulls, they're fine with it. They're perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Now you have a, a week like this where it's just. A fire hose is five fire hoses from every direction. They have they, there's nothing they can say. They, they're stuck, as we've said before on this blog, in that moment in the Mobius loop where they don't know what lie they're supposed to tell anymore mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. because so much shit happens so fast. They're not sure which lie is the one that's going to get them the fuck out of this bear trap. <laughs> so they're just sort of flailing, you know, just throwing yeah. shit at the wall. If um, you want a perfect example of that, look at Brian Kilmeade. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> He he wants everyone to be on the same page when it comes to COVID response. For gosh sakes, that's only common sense, people. People, come on now. <laughs> Down the street, the school's open, but at my kid's school, the school's closed, except they can play sports with a mask. And then over in the next town, they can't play sports, but they can play it if they don't have a mask in the other town. And why can't we all be on the same page? And all of liberal blogosphere went. You mean like a national strategy for COVID, like yes. like Joe Biden is proposing? Well, and this just shows you that Roger Ailes is really dead because <laughs> he, he would have run through the studio and kicked the plug out of the wall before right, allowing right. Brian Kilmeade to riff to be accidentally on what liberal. he thinks. You know what? Here's what I think. I have many good ideas. I'm sitting on a couch. I make seven figures a year. I must be smart. Here's what I think. And it just, oh, but see, built into that is, again, the assumption that um, liberals – make that the meatheads who watch this shit and believe it's true will remember any of it tomorrow. No. no or tonight, make any connection to yeah. public policy right. with tonight, this. It's just tomorrow, Yeah, it makes no sense. Right. The right. The, the, the the giant Tucker Carlson Sean Hannity degaussing machine will uh-huh. zap their brains. They won't remember mm-hmm. anything that was said. They'll be they'll be uploaded with the new whatever the fuck lie is that Sean Hannity comes up with and they'll just keep marching forward like the zombie army that they are. So Is that is that why exactly one week ago tonight 
Fox News was able to just air yeah. reruns yeah. in prime time. Talk about that for a minute, would you? Because you you actually work all day. I just write stories for a living. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I work. I work at. I quote unquote work at Crooks and Liars. You do work. You work. Good days and bad days. Really Let me put it hard, that way. Really hard at Crooks and Liars. <laughs> you, you today, today I was just kind of blind. I, it was bad. I I didn't see half the posts that were up already. But at any rate, uh, yeah, I uh, noticed it was it was brought to my attention that Fox News on Friday night a week ago a week ago they went to reruns. Yep. They went to best of. And now, be fully aware, be fully aware, this is the weekend before Labor Day weekend. Right. This is the Friday before Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. We did a new show, of course. We did a podcast. Uh, but, um, and, and yes, people uh, on that, on, on holiday weekends usually have replacement hosts. You sure. know, that happens. Yes. Uh and also, MSNBC will run periodically throughout the weekend. They'll rerun Friday night's Matto show. Right. They'll rerun. But Friday night, primetime, whether it's Ali Velshi or someone else, they'll mm-hmm. have somebody sitting in and reading the news, yes. right? And I mean, talking to people least, about the events right. of the day. Right. Right. No, Friday night, primetime, both Hannity and Tucker mm-hmm. were off the air. Yeah. Well, it was Mr. Ed. Oh, Wilbur. <laughs> and, and then it was, and, and I, I imagine a whole bunch of Fox viewers went, Hannity and Combs, wait a minute, Alan Combs is alive again? No, <laughs> it's a show from 10 years ago, asshole. No, they, yeah, they just put together a clip show. The best of, the best of Hannity monologues. Yeah. And with, with the uh, Tucker show, they just did clips from yep. the week yeah. and just ran them as if, I don't know whether his necktie matched through the entire hour or no. not. Yeah. He, but it it was the weirdest thing. And it was it was as if they didn't prepare for an hour when their host wasn't going to be there for the long weekend. But I I think what's happening is, number one, they just didn't want to cover the news, you right. know, that and, and their hosts were off. We just don't want to talk about this. So we're just not going to talk about well, it. And, and you don't I mean, this is a, a case where they had no idea what to say. Right. They had no right. idea because there's no. Once Roger Ailes, I mean, seriously, once Roger Ailes keeled over and died and went to hell, Mm -hmm. there is no one running Fox News. There's just Sean Hannity doing whatever the fuck Sean Hannity wants. Whatever he wants. And there's been a lot of reporting on that, that he he, no one says no to Hannity. Right. Right. Brian Stelter's half his book is. Right. Look, the Murdochs want the money. Uh, They don't particularly care whether or not Sean Hannity sets the country on fire and fucks it over. They like the profits. And there's no right. one at Fox to tell Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, who are their two biggest um, money makers, anything. Mm-hmm. So they just do whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. They, they make shit up. They lie. Tucker Carlson is now literally running a white power hour every fucking yep. night on his show, preparing to run for president in four years, I guess. And there's nobody to stop them because it is yep. it's pure capitalism on wheels, baby. This is the money's coming in. We don't care if we're poisoning the people that we're selling our product to as long as the profits keep coming. And there's no one to stop them. There's no one to and, say otherwise. And I have to correct myself. I said Woodward book, and that's not right. Friday no. night last week was the Atlantic story. Right. Well, that's so when that's, they didn't. They when they didn't want to talk about was Trump hates the troops and Trump considers them all suckers and losers. Well, that's, that's why we what know they didn't want to talk about that yeah. in, in 2035 again. Uh, <laughs> the the can you believe the shit Trump did library. Is yep. going to be one thousand times larger than any Trump presidential library, un- inconceivable. Right. Right. Because yeah. in literally over the space of like forty-eight hours, it feels like, or maybe a little mm-hmm. bit longer, Brian Stelter's thing came out, which was, "Oh my God, can you believe Fox News is full of shit?" Yes, we know that, Brian. That's great. And he he interviewed you know two hundred and fifty some odd people who were in Fox or around Fox or close to Fox or proximate, all to tell us shit that we already figured out. But it was in great mm-hmm. detail. So good for you, Brian. And then Jeffrey Goldberg's article comes out and says, you know, Donald Trump really fucking hates the troops. And here's what he yeah, said. He hates called, the military. Hates yep. the military, yeah. thinks people who die for the country are suckers and losers. It really is the conversation around the table during the Godfather. Right. You know? Like, right. You know, How dare is, my son go into the military? Yeah. He's going to be senator. Right. Senator Corleone. You know, yeah. puts their, risks their life for, for uh, their country, not their family. And it really is that kind of mobster mentality. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump pretty freely, because who the fuck, is, no one's here to stop me. I'm a king. 
calling troops who died and troops who were wounded suckers and losers and they're too – I don't want to see main, the American people. It's always the American people. The American people don't want to see that. You know, right. They don't want to see been, amputees, no, right? Who, right. Were, yeah. who gave a limb for their country. God forbid. We actually elected such a person to the Senate from Illinois. So we're okay with it here. But apparently there's some other America out there that's deeply disturbed by that's the right. fact that soldiers – give their lives and their limbs for their country. And, and, no, we, and we elected Tammy Duckworth to the Senate. Yeah. That's what we did with our amputee sen- our amputee veteran. Right. But, but Commander in Chief Bonestar is yeah. horrified by the thought of actually giving your sweat or time or effort or mm-hmm. blood for anything mm-hmm. other than looting right. something or cheating someone. And wounding is just it's just bad on TV. It looks bad on TV. That was one thing. And then along well, comes and- yeah, after you. Uh, well, I was just going to say that the other problem that Fox had was that their own reporter had confirmed the story yes. at the Pentagon. Yes. So, and, and, didn't know what and to do. she yeah. didn't and she would not sit down and right. she would not deny it. And she was there because she has connections and sources at mm-hmm. the Pentagon that she doesn't want to burn. And well, you and, can't blame her. That's her job. And, and the reason they keep a tiny handful of actual reporters at mm-hmm. Fox Mm-hmm. Uh, is the same reason you keep a piano player in the parlor of a whorehouse. Right. You know, you, right. you, know, you can say, oh, you, it sort of lends some air of legitimacy to the whole enterprise. So you keep a few, very few actual reporters on staff so that you can say that you're really a news organization, which they're absolutely not. And then you have the news person saying, this is a story, this happened, this is true, I can confirm it. And the propaganda arm, which is 90% of Fox News, freaking out. And they mm-hmm. have to go around basically shooting their own dick off because they have to attack their own um, immune system, which is hilarious to watch and also tragic and horrifying. And um, speaking of immune systems, they've also told their non-on-air staff to stay home until January. Right. So the, all, all the COVID all stories of it are all a hoax. It's all this. Or he was just trying not to panic people. Fox News has sent their employees home. Yes. They take it seriously and they take their liability seriously behind the scenes. And as they were scrambling to try to discredit their own people and a thoroughly well-documented story over at The Atlantic, uh, (laughs) Bob Woodward decides to release, you know, a a mixtape. Guess what? Guess what I heard during the 18 hours when Donald Trump was talking to me? (laughs) Lordy, there are tapes. Um, And again, uh, this, I, I don't remember who, I don't know who I'm stealing this from, but Donald Trump is going to provide his own October surprise. Um, You know, it it took Woodward had to dig out a tape from Nixon. But here, (laughs) Trump just just I had not thought of that. Yeah, that is so true. And there's an 18 minute gap in the original Nixon tapes. There are 18 hours of conversation with Donald Trump just shitting the bed and setting it on fire over and over and over and over again. Because, and we can drip them out yes. for weeks and weeks and well, weeks. And yeah. then, then, yeah. so they're already on their back foot over Jeffrey, <laughs> over Jeffrey Goldberg's article Berg's in, uh, article in the Atlantic. Atlantic. Yeah. And then comes this stuff, which is literally Donald Trump in his own voice saying, um, first of all, like one upping the Atlantic article, my fucking generals are a bunch of pussies. Mm-hmm. Which was like the least offensive and least impeachable I was say, thing. You released that early on. Yeah, you that, did. You didn't save that for no. November. That means there's something worse coming. Well, you just you got to go listen to uh, or watch um, High Fidelity about how you make a mixtape. You know, <laughs> you got to start off with a bang, and then you got to yeah. take it up a notch. So, <laughs> let, oh, and but that's the least offensive thing. Yes, because now we're going to hear all about how I lied about the pandemic. Sure, I knew it was bad. I knew it was awful. I knew it was shit. Of course I did. It was terrible. It's five times worse than the flu. People are going to die. But I decided to just lie about it. And, 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 and keep people for calm, you know, for to, to keep people, so calm. people in panic and sell off their stocks. Right. right. And, the, and that is the lie they decided to go with. That mm-hmm. this heroic lying on the part of Donald Trump in the middle of a pandemic was actually, this is up there really with the Newt Gingrich I cheated on my wife because I love America. I love America. You know? And yeah. again, there are 30% of the public who are basically, again, lobotomized shitheads who will who will just – I don't know if they believe it because I don't know if the wiring in their brain to process reality is, is any of it still there. I think it's all fried out. But they will dutifully repeat it. Mm-hmm. They will go, they did it because he loves America. He loves America. Yeah. He did that because of that. 
And well, and the White House was even floating the idea of maybe we can just tell everyone he's an asshole. Right. And, and right. that and, you know, it's it's not that he really believes this stuff or that he wanted to hurt anybody. He's just an asshole. Right. Is your argument from your White House staff right. off the record? Yes. Um, and and someone they're... asked me about, oh, my God, why? And you had a good answer for this. I have an answer also. Why on earth would Donald Trump submit to 18 hours with when you know what a Woodward book is, of course, Donald Trump didn't, Mm -hmm. you know that whatever you say is going to be in print by the election. Well, well, my initial Uh, one was, you know, every narcissist in the world, mm -hmm. uh, the best thing you can do for them is look them in the eye and bat your eyes and say, tell me more about why you're so awesome. Yeah. And just And, and Woodward has this skill. He mm-hmm. really does have this skill. I mean, there's a lot of people who are really mad at him mm-hmm. for not releasing this in February yep. when when it needed to be out there. Yep. Um, but he wanted to sell a book and everybody wants to sell a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also look at this. You said narcissist, you know, the serial cheater who has five kids by five different women going on Jerry Springer. Yeah. Just to explain his side of it. He doesn't realize. <laughs> well, and you know, you we, you talked about, we talked about yesterday, the child predator show. Right. Where, you know, right. You, you bait them into the house and, and you're like, I want to give you a chance to explain this to our audience. And yeah. it's yeah. like, oh, the minute you open your mouth, like, oh, you're just completely fucked in the head. Yeah. It, you're, yeah. you're just, you're just gone up. So you're, you're a lunatic. You're an evil, bad, crazy person who should be yeah. put away for the rest of your life. But right. you think because you're you that there's a rational reason, and you could just if people could just understand why I do the horrible, shitty things I do, then I'd be the hero. Because in my brain, I'm the hero of everything. Going back to things we wrote years ago, this is the tribe that rubs shit in their hair. Yeah. Um, which is a, another thing that I, I that hasn't been stolen by uh, Rick Wilson yet, but it will be. Um, and it's the theory that these people all live in a cave together. And they, at some point, became obsessed with rubbing their own shit in their hair and having contests about how how much how how high they could pile their pompadour and how what designs they could sculpt out of their hair using shit. And they all compared. They all were like glorious. Oh my god, that's a is that a four masted schooner you've made out of shit on your head? Oh my god, that's a sculpture of the Statue of Liberty you've made with shit on your head. And they're all very impressed with each other until they go out in public. <laughs> and the only thing that the normal people see are dirty crazy madmen with shit in their hair who are somehow proud of it mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and we are no longer able to communicate with each other because we're horrified by what they do and yeah. they're proud that, of what that they was do. the trump rally in michigan thursday yes, night absolutely you know oh no COVID is a hoax sent by uh antifa right to hurt donald trump and mm-hmm. we aren't gonna buy it and we're so... taking our masks off and cramming ourselves into a into an airplane hangar Right. And listening right. to him lie about the auto industry and about veterans' choice. Right. Yay. Oh, it's another super spreader event. Those and again, this doesn't even factor in Michael Cohen's book. Yes. We haven't factored <laughs> no, in Michael Cohen. No. Or Peter Strzok. I no. mean this all happened. Peter, Peter in like- Strzok's particular. I mean, we'll talk about Michael Cohen in a minute, but Peter Strzok in particular didn't tell us anything we didn't already know. Right. Exactly. But honestly, when he talked about the financial situation with Donald Trump and 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 he talked about it in such a way that was, you know, when we look at people who might be compromised, who mm-hmm. might be selling out their country, oftentimes they don't even know they're selling out their country. Mm-hmm. But when they do know, you know, it it's either a woman or it's money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they- and with Donald Trump, we're pretty sure it's money. Right. Yeah, really? Yeah. People who commit this sort of crime almost always exhibit this kind of behavior. Right, hey, look, right. here's a guy who's a criminal who's exhibiting this sort of behavior, and there's no other who, explanation. Who nearing bankruptcy and all of a sudden got a $50 million windfall from a house that he couldn't sell. Right. And he's he's absolutely convinced, as Michael Cohen pointed out, mm-hmm. he thinks it's Putin who did this, who That's bailed right. him out. And that his genius was the person. And his own <laughs> genius is what got yeah. him out of that. Right, um, right. But that, that all happened – Again, this is why recounting the individual stories can be exhausting and depressing because under this absolute, you know, four cardinal points of the compass tsunamis all converging at the same place at the same time, mm-hmm. um, there are a whole bunch of other awful shit that's going on that the, the, the machinery of fascism and authoritarianism and destroying right. the government 
are just rolling right along under this. We're just keeping well, up, and keeping today, up, keeping the, up. Today, the federal court overturned uh, the Florida pay to vote. Mm-hmm. You know, ACLU thought they'd won and mm-hmm. thought that all of these uh, former felons were going to be allowed to vote without paying a poll tax. Mm-hmm. And it was overturned by higher court. Higher because, court said, no, no, they've got to pay their they've got to pay their fines before they can vote. Right. That's a, and that's a poll tax. This is Jim that's Crow. This is straight up Absolutely Jim Crow shit. Absolutely Jim Crow. Absolutely. And, and we have Jim the, Crow poll tax prevent black people from voting. And Absolutely. We have, it is. we have the Republican Party to thank for this. We do. Um, I want you to talk about the Beachwood Reporter, please. Yeah, Beach Reporter is a guy in Chicago. He stays current on local Chicago news, and I met him a few times. And cool guy, but you know he's running a one man shop. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and I, I come across his stuff on Twitter pretty pretty frequently. And and yesterday or today, he said basically, "Okay, Trump supporters, just tell me what's the limit? Where's the line with you? What line will you not cross?" And the answer is, of course, there is no line they won't cross. And I, I was immediately put in mind of Jake Spoon from Lonesome Dove, played by Robert Urich in the miniseries. And he's he's a friend of these guys. Um, he's he's hanging out with these guys. He's went on the cattle drive, but he's just, he's just a kind of reckless, shiftless kind of guy. He goes with the wind. He's not a bad, but he's not good. He's just kind of an asshole, but he's charming. Um, and he and he splits with these these two uh, former Texas Rangers, and g- falls in with bad company, and does a little bit worse, and does a little bit worse. And these guys commit crimes. They murder people. They steal. They they burn people out. And finally, his old friends catch up with him and his new gang, and they set about to hang him. Because um, that's the rule: you ride with an outlaw, you die with an outlaw. And he's watching all of his um, criminal friends getting tied up and getting ready to be to be hung. And he's like, but you're not going to hang me, right? Because it wasn't my fault. I just wanted to get through the territories I, I, without getting scalped. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. And he keeps making excuses for all the horrible shit he did or watched mm-hmm. being done or participated in. It's like, I, I just, it wasn't my fault. It's I never guys, liked tweeting. I'm an independent I never liked tweeting. conservative. And finally, um, I think it's uh, Call who asks him, uh, my, uh, asks him, um, Robert Duvall's character asks him, um, you know, you cross the line. And Jake says, I I, I never saw no line. And yeah. that's what Republic and the Republicans, every Republican you know probably crossed a line twenty years ago. Well, but, or but it, at least with grabbing by the pussy. I mean, well, at least at that point when they saw him and heard him say it, there were Lordy, there were tapes then. If, you know, there you, was a tape of Donald Trump saying it then. If you were hanging with the Republican Party when the Republican Party turned itself over body and soul to Newt Gingrich and Rush Limbaugh. Right. Right. And if you were okay with all the shit that George Bush did, and then you hid out from it because you're a coward and pretended that you never voted for George Bush because, you know, you're an independent, you're a Tea Party. Right. And then right. you were cool with, with a deficit, yes, deficit, no, deficit, yes, deficit, no. And you were cool with birtherism and you were cool with all the racist shit Republican parties pulled. At some point way back when you crossed a line that mm-hmm. you can never go back to. Because if you if you have to go back, you have to start owning your own shit, and you have to take it back twenty years. You, you're going to have to eat a lot of shit. You're going to have to admit a lot of things you don't want to admit. So they crossed a the line. They're going to swear. They'll swear on their children's graves. They had no idea this things were so bad. Because mm-hmm. you and I and every other liberal we know, once this is over, whenever that is, I'm hoping it's in a few months, are going to have to take stock of all the stuff they've broken. And all mm-hmm. the stuff they've destroyed mm-hmm. permanently and all the damage they've done. Again, this all happened after the Bush administration. All yeah, the shit yeah. is going to happen all over again. And they will regroup and attempt to sabotage everything we try to do. And so. In the name of the deficit. Right. Or whatever. And and so I, I want to just mention that the Wall Street Journal took a look at the Biden tax plan today. Uh-huh. Um. Biden's tax plan won't raise taxes on households making under $400,000. So the Wall Street Journal is here to tell you how it will affect you if, number one, your wages are $1 million. Number two, you have business income of $500,000 and wages of $800,000. Or three, mm-hmm. you earn $1.5 million in capital gains. Mm-hmm. So, and I replied, oh, you mean Mr. and Mrs. Joe Scarborough and Brian Williams and Sean Hannity. Yeah. Uh, and Jared Bernstein on Twitter said, made a really important point about this. We're, they're, we're focusing here on the taxes. 
and who's going to pay taxes. But a view of the Biden tax plan, this is Jared Bernstein saying this, a view of the Biden tax plan isn't complete without looking at the other side of the ledger. Where is this money going to go? Mm-hmm. It'll finance programs designed to improve healthcare, education, and infrastructure. We're actually going to have an infrastructure week, <gasps> um, as well as fight climate change. And many of these programs will have a direct impact on households and their income. And then I replied, but Tom Friedman said we were going to get a grand bargain. I want my grand bargain. I want <laughs> I my grand bargain. Social Security yeah. and Medicare so yeah. that rich people can have a tax cut and the big banks can make more profit. Yeah. There, um, there, is, there is truly, and you mentioned Mr. and Mrs. Scarborough. Yes. Uh, Joe Scarborough and his, his little wife uh, went on quite the Jeremiah ad uh, this morning or yesterday. I don't know which about real smart Wall Street Journal. And just, you know, like <laughs> if if Trump were a doctor or a lawyer, he'd been disbarred. And oh, my God, can you believe these people? And how can you be basically so fucking awful at your job and keep your job? It's so ridiculous that people who are terrible at their job, who get everything wrong, should be able to keep their job. If any. Donald Trump, nothing the liberals haven't been saying all along. And by all along, I mean for the last 30 years. Right. So there is something I I can't quite put my finger on. I mentioned it a lot, but I can't quite pin it down. It's the deep weirdness of everything changing and nothing changing. Mm -hmm. It's, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to read you one sentence. Just bear with me for a second. Um, Quote, conservatives must also let go of the fantasies about saving the, quote, good Republicans, a list that is virtually non-existent. There are no good Republicans, Blue Gal. Who wrote that? I don't know. Tom Nichols. <laughs> In the Atlantic today or yesterday. Tom Nichols, who blocked me, I don't know, a year ago for saying literally exactly that. And, and nobody just, cares. Nobody cares. Us. Well, of course they don't. Of course they don't. My reply for never drift class says, you know, Tom Tom Nichols blocked me on Twitter. Yeah, nobody I cares. Reply, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Of course nobody cares. And I don't care either. I, I care. <laughs> People throw shit over the transom and go, you've got to read this. I have to remind them, uh, Mr. Nichols or Mr. Sykes or Mr. Blocks Wilson, me on <laughs> uh, Mr. Dowd blocks me on Twitter for, li- again, literally saying exactly this back when no it was unpopular to say. Tom Nichols. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so... Tom Nichols. I'm laughing you know, so I don't cry. Tom Nichols shaking his fist. This is blue check mark Tom Nichols, oh, yeah, right? Not some check. rando Tom this Nichols. This is the out guy who teaches threat assessment at the Navy War College. <laughs> this is a guy who, whose book is called The Death of Expertise, who, who is now confessing, I never knew shit about the Republican Party. And really, all I want out of life, I don't want his money, I don't want his fame. I'm happy with my life and my wife and my my position in the world. I want those seven league boots that he straps on so that he can leap over two decades worth of actual history to go straight from, I loved Ronald Reagan, Donald Trump ruined the Republican party. Like, wait a minute. Wasn't there like 20, 30 fucking years between those things? Let's talk about who you were then and who we were then and why you got everything so fucking wrong. And that's why you block liberals on Twitter. (laughs) That's why you don't put them on your show. But my, my point being, it is surpassingly weird to see Joe Scarborough shaking his fist and demanding justice for people who suck at their jobs. Oh, my God. How could these people be allowed to continue with everything they believe is so wrong and stupid? Oh, you mean like you have been for the last 20 years? Donald's got his groove back. Yes. July 2016, Joe Scarborough's television show. And yes. literally a liberal writing what Tom Nichols wrote this week in 2005 or 7 or 10 or 12 it's a block. would yeah. land you on the permanent mainstream media crackpot shit list. Right. If you're a conservative and you wrote it yesterday, you get a paid byline at the Atlantic. I Absolutely. don't begrudge anyone telling the truth. I want to know why the same people who were fucking wrong for all those years are now keeping their jobs. Why not right. put someone who wasn't a fuck up on MSNBC in the morning. It doesn't have to be us. No, no. There's a lot of liberals out there. I can name you 20 liberals who'd be great at these jobs. But why is Tom Nichols getting a byline at the Atlantic and not, I don't know, Bob Seska or Digby or anyone else who hasn't been a complete fucking joke and a whiny little bitch when called on it all these years? Well, it's because, you know, we don't want to change our faces around because 
We like right. conservatives. We like these people. These are our friends. They're already paid. They're already signed up. And I the, like Tom Nichols' wine cellar, and I go over to his house, and yeah, whatever. Well, right. and, and now that it's you know the anniversary of nine eleven, you know why does Bill Crystal still have a job? Honest to God, anywhere on any platform, and the answer to that is something I will never learn. No one's ever. Chris Hayes is never going to come by my house to look. I can't say this shit out loud, but here's an envelope that explains everything. That's <laughs> never going to happen. I get that, but it's clear some really dark, horrible force is. Right is in play that keeps all these people, and I'm including you, Chuck Todd, human chloroform Chuck Todd, in place when it's so obvious that they should be replaced with people who weren't wrong all the time if they're going to bitch about other people who were wrong all the time. Your class. Yes, Blue Gal. Mitch McConnell is taking offense. He's very sad, Blue Gal. Deeply, deeply hurt and offended by something that uh, Chuck Schumer said this week. I'm very, very offended. <laughs> very, very mad now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on my show. I'm going to be very mad for a year. He tweeted, reporters asked Senator Schumer whether by refusing to compromise, he was making the perfect the enemy of the good. Mm-hmm. This is over the skinny COVID relief bill, right. which helped uh, coal miners but didn't help anyone actually pay their rent in any city anywhere in America. Senator Schumer responded, Republicans are the enemy of the good. (gasps) (gasps) So many pearls. Get me my pearls quickly, quickly. Mitch McConnell continued to tweet, Americans are not enemies. COVID-19 is our enemy. It's time for Washington Democrats to act like it. Washington Democrats. Is there anything lower than that? Nope. You oh. replied, and I retweet. I You you dictated my tweet, I, I got to say. Mm-hmm. Police hate it when you punch back. They really do. They really they do. They really get deeply shocked that you would do that to right. them. Yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to be allowed to call Washington Democrats Marxist, communist, child-poisoning murderers. Uh-huh. And you're supposed to sit there and take it because that's just normal. But yeah. if you punch me in the face on Twitter with words, not actual punching. Or um, in front of a group of reporters. I don't that, know what and to do. Republicans are it's the like, enemy of the good because Mitch McConnell has been sitting on a relief bill since May. Which he has. Absolutely. Which he has. has. And you can deduce them. I am reminded of a sketch by Bill Cosby from many, many years ago about, uh-huh. I think it was Bill Cosby, flipping a coin at the beginning of the American Revolution. And the Americans won. <laughs> And the Americans got to hide in the trees and shoot from cover. And the British had to wear red coats and march down the middle of the street. And that's the deal, apparently, Mitch McConnell and the media thinks that we are still operating under. That right. you, we right. can shit all over Democrats. We can lie about them all we want. We can we can put birthers on the fucking air and give them credibility. We can put climate deniers on TV. But if Democrats push back. We can send back, our vice president to a rally with QAnon members. Right. Right. And it's fine. And that's right. okay because that's just baked into the cake. That's just how things are. That's the status right. quo. But if Democrats start actually punching back, that's when everybody freaks out. And calling us on it. Yeah. That's when everybody, and that's when Chuck Todd, during the debates last time, Donald Trump had an actual racist on his campaign staff. Right, right. A, an actual white supremacist. And Hillary Clinton said, hey, Donald Trump has an actual white supremacist on his campaign staff. What's up with that? And Chuck Todd made a sad face and says, why must everyone play the race card? It's a race to the bottom. <laughs> and again, he was the big fucking hook. Didn't come out and drag his ass off. No, he's still there. He's still there. He's still there doing all the damage he can do this week. Just this week. What was it? He said this week. Oh no, he was going after Hillary Clinton yeah, again. And email. Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton are exactly the same. Yes. Because Donald Hillary Clinton was a target of all this stuff. Ether stuff, dot, dot, dot mm-hmm. stuff. And now Donald Trump's the target. And and not mentioning that it's because of stuff that Donald Trump actually said. And there's a, there's a leaked audio tape from Michael Cohen from, of all places, right. Fox News. Yes. That, that isn't about MSNBC or NBC. It's about CNN. But it applies to the, the corporate mentality of mm-hmm. these corporations who keep these people who are obviously, obviously toxic and stupid and wrong on staff all the time and let them get away with murder with no pushback from anyone. Pushback is illegal on, at, at, under in these organizations. They will fire you if you challenge these people. Um, but a leaked Michael Cohen audio tape shows that in, in 2016, CNN president Jeff Zucker was offering Donald Trump debate advice 
and yep. offering him his own weekly show. He was sucking up and sucking up and sucking up to this absolutely because racist Roger monster. Ailes had been forced out. Right. Right. So, so Jeff, you know, Jeff Sucker Jeff, decided you, you to, to jump right into that. Absolutely. Yeah. All he yeah. all he saw as as a money truffle hog, all he saw was profit. He didn't care about the country. He didn't care what might happen to the country. He didn't care what would happen to his network if this guy actually got elected. All he saw was a payday. And that's all these fuckers care about. If if any of these corporate media people cared about this country, Chuck Todd would be gone tomorrow. And someone like Rachel Maddow would be put in his place and she'd be told, get the fucking story. Get the truth. I don't care about balance. I care about facts. That is all they would have to do. And that would, of course, destroy their business model, which is they are thirsty, thirsty, thirsty for those Republican viewers. And because Republican viewers buy dick pills and reverse mortgages. And so we can't say or do anything that will offend the third of the country that should definitely be called out for being offensive. And and be moved over to sports or country music or rap music for all I care. Find a favorite something and, and endorse it and go for it. But stay out of Hell. our government and deciding what our political system is like because you're back racist. To- Go back to throwing money at TV preachers and buying awful right. shit on QVC well, and leave the rest of us alone. interesting that my, the MyPillow guy and the right-wing daughter or granddaughter of Martin Luther King mm-hmm. are doing a Christian revival thing later this month. Yeah. You know, that's Because I think they realize Trump is over mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're doing what I, what I want Sarah Palin to do, which is Crystal Cathedral, baby. Uh-huh. You know. That's where the money is. You want to raise money, do it for Jesus. Jeff Zucker needs to have a Jesus Island show (laughs) where, you know, you have have 100 evangelicals or 10 and you fight to see who is saved. Yeah. And you have contests over who will achieve salvation and who will burn in the fiery pit of hell. And just everybody can wear a red hat with their favorite team member on them. Sure. You know, put them on an island, have them fight with each other over who Jesus loves more, which is all they ever really care about. And leave the rest of the humanity alone. Let them right, go and right. inbreed and die of extinction. Um, let let Darwin take care of them. I do want you yeah. to talk about a little bit about the Biden-Harris wheels down strategy, which I oh, think is yes. wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, make sure that you're checking out. I think she's got it on Facebook as well, but I know on Twitter that Kamala Harris has um, t- little tweet videos of wheels down where she is getting out of her private plane that's paid for by the campaign mm-hmm. and getting into a SUV limo mm-hmm. to go and meet with voters. This is, you know, wheels down Florida, wheels down um, Wisconsin. And it's just, you know, she, here she was rocking her chucks, you know, yeah. the, the sneakers, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and a, there's some other ones where she's wearing other, sh- other kinds of shoes. But mm-hmm. um, the point is that, the messaging of this, of her, first of all, proving that she's visiting these states and talking to voters, mm-hmm. but also just the imaging of a successful black woman mm-hmm. there to do business. And the image of that is just so powerful. Mm-hmm. It, it really says, look, we've arrived. We're here and we're here to make changes. Yeah. And we're, I'm striding confidently from my private jet to the limo and going to, to talk to voters. Stuff. Go do right. stuff. Now, get shit done. Now you can contrast right. this with the the Trump Pence wheels off strategy, where they have. <laughs> they, they, and let's run ads in Georgia. That last. Let's run ads in Georgia. Yeah. Let's run an ad in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. just so Trump will see it. Yeah. That Ooh, was a campaign strategy. Yeah. On a campaign that's running out of money or broke. Local Fox affiliate. So that Trump will, so that the candidate will see it on television. Which we know he will see because he watches eight hours of Fox. Eight hours day. of Fox a day. Yeah. Um, it's not mm-hmm. like you couldn't like take it to him and mm-hmm. show him and tell him where it's going to be run. Like in a normal campaign, the candidate no. would be informed no. that this is, we're going to run this ad in these places. No, he's he has no. to eat on the TV or it's not real. Well, and if he was, if he w- had any money left, he'd be panic buying advertising in Texas, <laughs> which I'm sorry. I don't know. You know, I, I have a feeling that his, I have a feeling that, that as they are pinning this whole Bob Woodward thing on Lindsey Graham, 
Really yeah, grabbed right, him. It wasn't right. me, man. It was Lindsay. Lindsay did it. I love you, Dad, but Lindsay's a bad man. You know he's gay? I don't know if he knew that, but he's a gay man who hates you. This has all been a secret plot to get on your good side, but he's the one, Dad. He should fire him. Um, and really, guys, please talk to your friends and neighbors and people who you think are persuadable. I, hopefully, most of your friends have already decided to vote for Biden. Yeah. But um, the idea that Donald Trump's idiot son-in-law Mm-hmm. was the one that thought the Bob Woodward interviews were a good idea. Yeah. And he's going to be put in charge of immunization distribution. Distributing the vaccine is going to be the grifter idiot son-in-law's mm-hmm. job. Well, I just keep remembering Jared saying, these aren't the state supplies. These are our supplies. Well, these are this is our PPE, not their PPE. And they need to prepare for that. And that's why I wonder if really in, Trump is not so... Um, brain dead and in the bunker and and uh-huh. just that that staff is just feeding him bullshit oh no you're mm-hmm. winning in texas by 10 points you don't need to worry about that everything's fine just making shit up there's drawing mm-hmm. cartoons on the wall making up you know crayon drawn graphs oh no you're killing it illinois you're gonna sweep illinois it's gonna be great yeah and just telling him whatever the hell it is to keep him quiet and calm and mm-hmm. and just and you should have more rallies why don't you go to more airplane hangers and talk to more rednecks that's a good yep. idea Hey, hey, I've been in jobs where we had Resume Monday because the boss was out that day. Trump's golfing. We can all be printing our resumes. Did you? you What have you been doing for the last four years? Well, I decided to spend a lot of me time, you know, working on me, working on the interior part of me and getting that all straightened out. Your name's Kellyanne. What's this last name? Uh, It's it's Monway. Is that right? Monway? Yeah. (laughs) Kellyanne Monway. Mm -hmm. I I was a door-to-door Fuller Brush salesman. Um, (laughs) Um, on this 9-11 anniversary, um, we thought maybe we would bring you this news from New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, from the New York Daily News, the Trump administration secretly withheld millions from the Fire Department of New York's 9-11 health program. Surprise, surprise. I'm reading straight from the article now. The Trump administration has secretly siphoned nearly $4 million away from a program that tracks and treats FDNY firefighters and medics suffering from 9-11-related illness. The Daily News has learned. The Treasury Department mysteriously started withholding parts of payments nearly four years ago meant to cover medical services for firefighters, emergency medical techs, and paramedics treated by the FDNY. World Trade Center Health Program documents obtained by the news reveal the payments were authorized and made by the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, which oversees the program. But instead of sending the funds to the city, the Treasury started keeping some of the money. This was just disappearing, the program's director, Dr. David Pezant told the news, this was the most amazing thing. This was disappearing without any notification. So it's stolen. It's stolen. You're stealing money from firefighter survivors of 9-11 because that is so fucking on brand for Donald Trump. I'm sure it's Obama's fault. I'm sure (laughs) it's Lindsey Graham's fault. I'm sure nearly four years ago it was Obama's fault. Right. Okay. Yeah. Trump bragged that he protected Saudi Arabia's crown prince bone saw, yeah, Mohammed mm-hmm. bin Salman, from Congress after ordering the assassination of the American journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Yeah, but Iran is killing 36 people a day, so Trump told Bob Woodward on tape. Mm-hmm. I saved his ass, Trump reportedly said. I was able to get Congress to leave him alone. I was able to get them to stop investigating it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... The campaign to try to put this monster back in office is considering holding another political event on White House grounds near Election Day. Because Well, that saves a whole lot of money then, doesn't mm-hmm, it? Sure. They can give more to Kimberly. Pass the savings along to you, the taxpayer. Wait a minute. We're ripping the taxpayer off to do this. Well, you know. And we're giving $15,000 a month to Kimberly, yes. Don Jr.'s girlfriend. And also Mrs. Eric is getting fifteen grand a That's month, nice. too. And honey, I got bad news for you. You're not getting fifteen grand a month from me at all, ever. That's never going to happen. <laughs> Sorry. Of taxpayer money? No, yeah. probably of, not. Of any money at all. We'll just, <laughs> I, you know what I have in my bank account. It's all yes, yours I anyway. Do. It's not 15 grand. <laughs> no, but it's all yours and all my love. So, all, all my love, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter Thiel, the billionaire Trump donor and Facebook investor, he's also on the board of Facebook. Mm-hmm. Thank God he's not with PayPal anymore. Yeah. If you try to bring up Peter Thiel with PayPal on, on Twitter, <laughs> they've got a whole letter ready for you. We don't even know him. 
guy is no longer associated in any way on the board or anywhere with PayPal. You know okay. who he is associated with now, Blue Gal? Facebook. And a bunch of white nationalists. Actual Nazis. Yes, <laughs> Pete Thiel Nazis. likes hanging out with Nazis. Isn't that exciting? And sending them nice emails about yes. how much it was great to see them. Oh, yeah. that's so nice hanging out with people who are just like me. Uh, <sighs> a federal court has rejected the Trump administration's request to exclude undocumented immigrants from being counted in the U.S. Census because it's fucking illegal to exclude anybody in the U.S. from the goddamn census. Trump lied at a Michigan rally that he had saved the auto manufacturing industry. Yeah, yeah because nobody nobody in Michigan knows what really happened. Right. Um, at the same rally, Donald Trump lied for what seems like the hundredth time about signing the Veterans Choice Act, which is Barack Obama's law that Barack Obama signed. Trump held six indoor rallies after admitting to Bob Woodward on February 7th that he knew the coronavirus goes through the air and is more deadly than even your strenuous flus. Hey, guess what? Russian hackers have already targeted one of Joe Biden's election campaign advisory firms. Senate Republicans failed to advance their pathetically inadequate coronavirus stimulus bill four months and a vacation Mm -hmm. after House Democrats passed their $3 trillion plan. Donald Trump reacted by calling a reporter a disgrace after that reporter asked why the president lied to Americans about the severity of COVID-19, because, you know. It only took 60 days before re-election for a reporter to ask, why did you lie? Why did you lie? Mm -hmm. Yeah. A leaked Michael Cohn audio tape shows that 2016 CNN President Jeff Zucker was offering Trump debate advice and a weekly show on CNN. Mm -hmm. Your Justice Department, the one that you pay for with your tax dollars, will now be representing Donald Trump personally. In a defamation suit brought by columnist E. Jean Carroll, who accused Trump of raping her in a Manhattan department store in the 1990s. It's not clear whether the court is going to allow that, but we'll see. They're trying, though. They're sure trying. trying. Mm -hmm. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy pressured employees at his former company to make donations to Republican candidates and then reimburse them through bonuses and lied about it to Congress. Yeah. All of that is illegal. There's not even any question about it. All of that is illegal. All of it. Uh, Unemployment claims remained unchanged at 884,000 people last week. Continuing claims, meanwhile, increased to 13.385 million. Overall, about 29.6 million people are receiving some form of assistance from the state and federal programs. And state programs are going broke? Yep. And uh, Mitch McConnell had no help for state and local programs. Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump are coronavirus bill. They're entirely responsible for this. Yep. 46% of American households report facing serious financial pain during the coronavirus pandemic. 54% of those with household incomes under $100,000 reported serious financial problems, compared with 20% of households with incomes greater than $100,000. 35% say they have used up all or most of their savings, and a 28% report serious problems paying off debt. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We're, We're right on the brink of a depression. Yeah. Right, right on the brink. And we have a dust bowl now. It's called California and the West Coast. It's an yeah. ash bowl, really. But um, And we need an actual, compassionate, decent public servant running this country and not a sociopathic, racist maniac. Um, according to a whistleblower report filed by former senior DHS official Brian Murphy and released by the House Intelligence Committee, thank God for the House Intelligence Committee, a top, a top Trump appointees at the Department of Homeland Security repeatedly tried to, quote, censor or manipulate report on reports on Russia's interference in the U.S. elections because it, quote, made the president look bad. Yeah. A top aide at the Department of Health and Human Services is trying to prevent Dr. Anthony Fauci from speaking about the risks that coronavirus poses to children. No one escapes. No one will escape. You know what? We've already talked about Rodney Davis. So why don't we talk about Junior Dude this week? Yeah. Junior Dude is uh, working on a project uh, for his political science senior thesis. It is about counties that have remained Republican for decades and decades and decades, like since the late 19th century. So for over 100 years. Through the Roosevelt years, 1964, that wave election, uh, the the election that Bill Clinton won was also a wave election. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at these elections where there are just a few counties. There's not very many of them, but they're in Kentucky and West Virginia and Tennessee, where no matter what happened, 
nationally. Mm -hmm. These counties voted Republican. Yep. I, that's and a really we, cool project, by the way. It is a really a, cool project. Yeah. And he's looking at three wave elections. He's narrowed it down to three wave elections to look at, you know, newspaper editorials and sort of what is it that made these particular areas so devoted to the Republican Party, even when the Republican Party flipped, you know, in 1964, mm -hmm. Dixiecrats became Republicans. Yeah. And the great exodus began from the Republican Party. Right. Yep. And and. The Democratic Party became the party of civil rights. Civil for, rights. Yeah. Multicultural, so, multi-represented. Yeah. That didn't touch these all mostly all white rural counties in Tennessee, Missouri, uh, Kentucky, mm -hmm. and West Virginia. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it we think has to do with German Lutherans. I mean, that sounds weird, but there there is just this settlement thing where there's just this long tradition of voting a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that Junior Dude has done is he has written to all of the congressmen rec representing these handful of counties. And he's gotten some letters back, uh, but one of the letters he got back was worth podcasting about. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, he, Junior Dude has an encyclopedic mind, and he, he definitely knows each member of Congress and what they're about, and particularly the ones that he wrote to. And so he has this envelope with the congressional franking on it, you know, and he holds it up and he sees the name on the envelope because the congr congressman's name is on the envelope. By the way, they're all represented by white men. Yes, every, just, every single one, every single county, white male Republicans. It knocked okay. me over with a feather when I learned that. Right. Really. Yeah. Really. So he holds up the envelope and he says, oh, this is the guy who lost his primary because he's been indicted. <laughs> You know, it's 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 like Karnak. If you're old enough to remember Karnak, hold the envelope to his head. Uh, indictment indicted for and lost his primary and corruption. will be back in January. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, and lo and behold, Steve, you open the envelope and no, Steve Watkins. Uh -huh. that, the the contents of the envelope isn't that interesting because they all basically give the same answer, right. which is re Republican values. He the the way. Uh, Steve Watkins said it. By the way, the reason that he's under indictment is for voter fraud. Yeah. He uh, registered to vote out of a P.O. box at a mailboxes, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and they all give the same answer, which is the great people of my county share the same core values that represent and define the Republican beliefs. Like my constituents, I am pro-life, pro-Second Amendment and pro-business. Right. And and so and that's the answer. I mean, that's the answer that I would give if I was a, a congresswoman from a Democratic, solidly Democratic district. I would say the reason my district is so solidly Democratic is because of the ideals and values that my constituents hold. That's the politically sure. correct that's way to put it. You know, that's be, not, right. not a stretch. Right. right. You're not going to say anything else. But it was just the, the fact that he held up the envelope. And went, oh, yeah, this is the guy who's been indicted. <laughs> For voter fraud. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we wanted to make sure that got podcasted. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. That's not, that just it, it all. It doesn't take much to make us smile. <laughs> yeah, but that made us smile. Yeah, that definitely made us smile. Class. Each week, we post to our Facebook page and website an Internet Kitty sent in by you, the listeners. This week's Internet Kitty is another Mazikeen. We what? had Mazikeen last week. Another Mazikeen. And so we got an email saying, wait a minute, my cat's name is Mazikeen too. So when this Mazikeen's human heard about the other Mazikeen we had last week, they wanted to join the party. So we have a new, another Mazikeen for this week's Internet Kitty. It's a lovely tuxedo cat who, of course, eats freshly poured cat food, our fake sponsor. Whether you serve pet store perfection or dollar store dreck, your cat will sit on the kitchen floor and demand that the food they eat is only freshly poured. Freshly poured, freshly poured. Oh, my Lord, it's freshly poured. And you can visit this particular Mazikeen at our Facebook page or website. You can send your internet kitty or other pet to us at our email address, proleftpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also write to both of us. Feel free to write us. We love hearing from you. Be aware that if you write us at any of our addresses, we reserve the right to read your email or U.S. Postal Service. Go Postal Unions. Letter on the air unless you say otherwise. Hashtag save the post office. 
Don't forget our gourmet coffee guideline. If you can afford to buy an espresso-based beverage for yourself, buy one for us. This is not charity. This is our job. And uh, we are working on a fundraiser for our bat problem. Uh, It's it's we're, we're hesitant to do a whole lot of fundraising, both because we know people are donating to Biden and to their congressional candidate. Mm -hmm. And we also know that times are so very tough for many people. Everybody. Uh, We realize that. But we have a problem with bats in our house, no, and we can't no, we no. can't kill them. We, we can't an, kill these bats. We have an opportunity, so. an opportunity, Blue Oh, I'm sorry. We have to market it that way, yes. don't we? As an yes. opportunity to save the bats. Yes, save the bats. It's to live in our house. The bats to live in our house. <laughs> We're asking. We right. need we need them to to leave uh, in a way that it leaves them unharmed, and we need them never to come back. Never to come back. And that requires some construction on the exterior of it, our it, home. It does. Some some fairly extensive some work. Fairly extensive, expensive construction is going to mm-hmm. cost us about $1,900, $2,000 to mm-hmm. get all of this work done outside our home so that we don't have bats in our bedroom at three in the morning, which right. has happened yes. to us this summer. Three and times so, this year so far. So, three times first we've of had all, a bat in our house. Yeah. Thanks for the bat net, whoever sent that, because oh, I bat net. good year yeah. this year. Um, and uh, all, bats, sent that in. Yeah. all bats were, um, were removed, uh, humanely by me, uh, uh, blearily and uh, yeah. put outside and they all flew away and that, that's fine, but we need them not to come back anymore. So right. we're having, and, and because they are endangered and they are pollinators, mm-hmm. you know, there are regulations about not killing them. And also we just don't want to kill them. Right. Um, we want them to pollinate and we want them to, to, uh, exist in the wild right. where, you know, they belong. <laughs> We're doing their stuff. They're eating insects and they're pollinating. They're doing good shit. They just need to not do it in our house at three. In, in our bedroom. Please. <laughs> Please. Please. Yeah. So Although the cats love it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You you can tell that there's been a bat because all the curtain rods in the house have been knocked off the window. Yes. Because the bat's going to the window and it's just, oh, it's so awful. Anyway, we are, we are working on a fundraiser for that mm-hmm. and we'll get back to you as soon as we figure out what we're going to do, but it's kind of, it, I, I am hesitant to do it because I know how tough times are right now yeah. and that people with disposable income are trying to change things with uh, our political system with that money. And I, I, I do appreciate that. Um, thank you to those of you who support this podcast. Approximately 1% of our listeners support this podcast with a contribution and you can too. See our website, proleftpod.com, for details. We have PayPal, postal address information, GoFundMe, buy me a coffee. All of it is there at proleftpod.com. Please share our show on social media, and thank you so much for doing that. Hey, Drift Class, how are the Internet Kitties doing this week? Well, Blue Galley, Internet Kitties, we're so glad to learn that our nation's military generals are actually kitty cats, which is yay! Wait, that's not what he said? He, he said what? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. No, never mind. Let's think about living. Let's think about loving. Let's think about the hooping and the hopping and the bopping and the loving, loving, dubbing. Let's forget about the whining and the crying, the shooting and the dying, and the fellow with a switchblade knife. Let's think about living. Let's think about life. The Professional Left Podcast is recorded under a Creative Commons license. Copyright 2019-2020, DGBG Productions.